0: All right, continuing the day three here at Beaver Creek Precious Metal Summit. Happy to sit next to my friend, oh, he's actually standing. Uh, Jean-Marc Stoudy from Riverside Resources. They do trade on the Venture Exchange with RRI and on the OTCQB with RVSDF. Jean-Marc, uh, we get our once-in-a-year catch-up update from Riverside. How are you? I love being with
1: you, Trevor. I remember from day one when you were starting this, and it's wonderful to see the continuity.
0: Doing great. Thanks, man. Uh, I remember running things by you five, four or five <laughs> years ago, and uh, you've always been very enthusiastic about the podcast and what we're doing, so thank you so much for your support. It's been a year since I think the last time you and I talked, so give us the latest lay of the land with Riverside.
1: Well, for us, it's been a really important year because we made a big transition more into Canada. Mm -hmm. Riverside has been going for 16 years, has a really good situation, not needed to finance. We got a major deal done this year with Fresneo, where we actually sold our Tajitos project to Fresneo and kept a 2% NSR royalty. So we're nicely cashed up now with over $7 million in the bank, and our share price has done pretty well compared to many of the that's gone on the last year. Riverside's up since we met last year and we've actually added a lot in Canada in the past year as well.
0: Okay, so tell us what's happening in Canada. That's a big transition for Riverside.
1: It is. In fact, Julian Monco is here, our chief geoscientist, and I wanted him to kind of update yourself and people about what we're doing in Canada. Julian. Julian, take
0: the mic.
2: Totally. Uh, so, so happy to to uh, express that two days ago we just uh, had the release of the new projects, new properties we acquired in Southern BC, Southern BC in the boundary area. So we're so excited that we can bring all that expertise from Mexico that we have in epithermal gold systems and, and trying to... Identify those amazing plumbing systems in, in Washington, D.C., uh, sorry, Washington State, mm-hmm. and all moving to Canada. So it's a great opportunity to grow and, and just being here, close to Vancouver, just five, six <laughs> hours to Vancouver, so it can be more convenient for a geo and for a project in the future.
0: Julian, is it, is it an easy transition working with that similar geology in Mexico up in BC?
2: well uh i think is uh, this is a big change in in yeah. many ways but i think uh our expertise in in the cordillera environment and, and i'm speak too geological uh, properly uh sure. possibly but it's, it's, it's a big difference. Uh, we see a lot of access uh, that we didn't expect that we have. So, access to areas that actually have really good potential. Uh, but definitely, there is a big uh, change in culture and, yeah. and the way
0: you can approach some some terrains. Okay, so what, what is the name of the game for exploration up there in BC now?
1: The name of the game in exploration builds upon our knowledge of epithermal gold. And in Mexico, that was one of our specialties. The creation of Capitan Mining and the spin out was a great return for investment investors that came out to the company two and a half years ago and it went up over two and a half percent two and a half times 2.5 X capitan was a real win the name of the game is big discoveries following up as Julian said from the northern part of Washington State where you actually have over four million ounces of gold produced in nice epithermal gold systems so that's where we see the good potential in the Greenway camp
0: John Marky, I mean you've been such a staple of uh, exploration and in Mexico for a number of years, but now you're actually going to work in closer to your backyard. Does it feel nice to be back in Canada <laughs> almost full time now?
1: it's a big change for us, you know. But the thing is, I've been in Canada. I'm a Canadian citizen now. And I'm a Canadian citizen. I've been in Canada for 20 years. The Canadian system that's really supportive to critical metals, the Canadian systems that really supportive to flow through financing allows us as prospect generators to be able to build properties very quickly without diluting our share structure and then find partners on them. It is quite different than in Mexico but currently in Mexico it's become difficult to get partners. We still have our projects. We're still able to consolidate And we're still buying properties in Mexico to consolidate our interest. As Mexico becomes more favorable, we'll be back. We're glad to do it. But in the meantime, to give our shareholders the opportunity, as well as in Ontario. And we've built a portfolio in Ontario over the last five years. And now in this year, in 2023 and 2024, we've been progressing that. We drilled this past year. Good success. So Mm -hmm. we're excited about Ontario as well.
0: So what does the asset portfolio in Canada look like now? How deep is it?
1: The asset portfolio is fairly rich. We have three lead assets in Ontario, plus a couple of others. And those we've actually been able to drill near the Geraldton Gold Belt. Very rich, wealthy belt to work in. And then as well is in British Columbia. And we have more things coming in British Columbia over the next few weeks and months. that we're very excited. We're in the field actually. We leave this conference and go right to the field. And we'll be beating the snow, getting more things done. So our asset portfolio is grown in British Columbia.
0: Does your opportunity of new partners... Is that dynamic revolving going from Mexico to Canada? Does it open up the book or does it shrink the book of opportunities? How does it change?
1: I love that question. You're giving me these great questions and it really opens it up. And that's the key reason we're doing it, that Mexico, we've had great partners. We've been working with BHP, Antofagasta, wonderful partners. Now it's opening up to a whole bunch those same and many others. And it's so much easier for them to come and see the quality of projects that we've been able to stake. So it's opened it up and we definitely Definitely, especially working with Julian, he's so strong technically that we're delighted to have new partners coming to us for Riverside.
0: All right. So the business model continues, Julian. All okay. uh, right. <laughs> and talk about your, re- your relationship with your partners on the technical side.
2: Uh, with uh, the company, with the, with, with the partners? Yeah. 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 I think it's really close. Uh, we're we just change or showing this diversity uh, of jurisdiction that is really yeah. healthy right, for the partners to see that we can just, uh, any situation, and I'm Latino, so I know how unstable can be some Latino countries in terms of how their policy. So uh, the fact that we have some areas more stable, like Canada, and where you have another means of, uh, you know, like uh, sources to to fund your Mm -hmm. exploration, that creates strong bonds with with your partners and how they perceive the the whole business.
0: Okay. Uh, John Mark, last question. What is the status of the prospect generator business model right now in these tough markets?
1: Yeah, in these tough markets, it's so difficult for partners to raise money. So I think the status for us having cash is wonderful. I think the status of the prospect generators, in fact, is that all of a sudden companies that don't have cash call themselves prospect generators. They have a whole portfolio (laughs) that they've generated, so they have a lot of prospects, but they don't actually have partners. And so the status is difficult in these tough markets. And so the thing to know is that do you own your assets? because if you own your assets, then you can hold them. So the status is difficult for those companies that don't have the control of their assets where they've optioned it for other people. And overall, it's so difficult for parties to raise money. Yeah. So projects are coming back. That's the status.
0: Um, You've seen about just over a $10 million market cap company. you got $7 million in the bank. That's about the closest ratio I, I think I've seen in any equity right now. There's probably some others out there. Um, but it's pretty remarkable, the valuation on this thing. Um, but the $7 million, John Mark, I've known you long enough. I mean, you're a real stingy <laughs> CEO. You do not like to spend money. So you're going to hold on to that $7 million, But how do you add to the $7 million? What's going to happen in the rest of Q3 and the Q4? Can you add to that?
1: Uh, so, yeah, we actually could very easily add to it. And the people here at this conference have been so interested in our portfolio portfolio of royalties yeah. we could actually had quite a bit if we actually sold our royalty portfolio we're not looking to do that but we're definitely getting people of interest to do that we also could add to our por- by spinning out our ontario assets into their own businesses we could unlock mm. the value there we are deploying some of that ca- capital into strategically acquiring key tenures adding properties in British Columbia, and also finding key land in Ontario. So we're not just sitting on it, we're actively doing it to do things. And we're looking for some big deals as well. Yeah. But yeah, having 70% of your market cap just in cash is a wonderful spot in this market. It's also kind of interesting to be that cashed up. <laughs> and so people are looking for cash. So, you know, Riverside's an undervalued. I just recently bought stock yesterday of Riverside okay. myself.
0: How many, How? when was the last time you had $7 million in cash in Riverside?
1: You know, we. I don't know if we've ever had $7 million in Riverside. Riverside. It's really interesting. Back in 2008, we had some cash, and then yeah. the market cratered, and back in 2011, but I don't think we've ever had this much cash. And this is cash. that's not equity or shares right, and right, other right. things. We have that as well, and we just don't even talk about that, but we have shares of other companies, and that would be. But since they're so illiquid, we just put that to mark that yeah, to zero. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, it's a wonderful spot to be in.
0: Yeah, well, uh, both of you stay safe out there. Best of luck uh, in Canada and in Mexico, wherever you're at. It's great to see you, John Mark. Thanks so much for your time here at Beaver Creek.
1: I'm so proud and so happy of what you've done with the show. You came and started it, and you've really done great.
0: Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Julian. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein